Welcome to the College Basketball Bros. I am Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, before we get to our sleepers and final four picks, quick reminder to join our ESPN Tournament Challenge Pool. I'll have a link to that in the description below, both on YouTube and in your podcast apps. And the winner gets to slap Trey in the face as hard as they can. Trey has <laughs> Again? Graciously, uh, yeah, graciously agreed to that. Um but but let's get to let's let's get right into it. Let's get to our sleepers, and we'll start in the South region. Ryan, who's who's your sleeper there? Yeah, it's, this is uh, this is a strong region. I I feel like their top two seeds I think are really good. Arizona and Alabama. I think it's the best like one two. But as far as sleepers, there's I mean there's definitely a few I like here. But I'm gonna go with uh, UCSB University of California Santa Barbara. They were in the tournament a couple years back. They've been a really strong program. Um, and they got a couple guys from that team that were what were in it a couple of years back that um, they gave Creighton a run for their money in their first round um, had to come down to it the end. So, you know, Miles Norris is a really good player for them. He was like an Oregon transfer, 6'10", is kind of a unique player. He's a stud. So um, I think they can I think they're going to give Baylor a run for their money and could, could come out of that kind of four pack right there. I wouldn't be surprised if they made the Sweet 16. Okay, so that's a 14 seed for the for the listeners going up against the yep. three seed Baylor. That's yeah, that's a that's a deep sleeper. I um I'll just full disclosure here. I took the sleeper thing a little differently, so mine are they might seem kind of weak, but I took it as maybe a sleeper to potentially win the the region. So right, okay. not picking too many too many double digit seeds, but I'll go San Diego State as as a five seed, um, just because I like their path. They play arguably the the weakest 12 seed in, in the tournament in Charleston and then the next round arguably the weakest 5 seed in Virginia and i know the the mountain west has has gotten a lot of bad publicity for being uh you know doing pretty horribly in the tournament lately but i could see this team being different they're they're very veteran team every key contributor is a is a junior or senior um they've been to the tournament before i could see their their defense getting it done all right, and uh, for me, I think a team that can make a run is is Creighton, the sixth seed there. Um, Don't say it, Trey. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at Ken Palm and Sagarin, they're completely misseeded. Uh, they're favored over NC State. They'd be a tiny favorite or a pick against the three-seed Baylor, and then just like a tiny dog against the two-seed Arizona if they got there in the Sweet 16. Um their balance last year had the ball in the final minute to beat the national champ Kansas, but fell short. And it's pretty much, you know, the exact same team. So I wouldn't, I mean, they haven't been peaking right now, but they're, they're capable. Let's put it that way. I'm also yeah. so sorry to the, to the YouTube viewers who are oh. able to see us naked for a second there. I took the overlay off, not actually naked, but it felt naked without that well, overlay. Just, so. just you. Well, just Trey's you. also, yeah, Trey is also not wearing anything under the, the you know under Never. the table, but luckily that's that's yeah. covered. So, um, well, I hope I hope Creighton does make a run. Uh, yep. Any other thoughts on the South region, or should we move on? Let's move I, on. Yeah, go ahead. I think Utah State okay. could could scare Arizona in that second round. I like Utah State too. They're they're really good shooting three. So they get bomb. Like they're they're good. Arizona is like they can. They're very 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 good, but. They've also had some really head scratching losses, like some of the worst losses of the top teams. So that that could definitely happen here. Okay, now let's go to the Midwest region, and I'll start here. I mean, 
I like Houston and Texas as as the one and two seeds here, so I'm not going to be picking against them. But my possible sleeper to to make a run would be Iowa State, the sixth seed. They're six and eleven in the last their last seventeen games, and one of their better players, Caleb Grill, is is no longer with the team. So, I not a lot of people picking them. I, I think, um, but they've got a ton of close losses, and the Big Twelve is just brutal. So, I think they're better than their record would indicate there. And I like their path against Pitt. They're going to be a healthy favorite. Uh, round of 32, Xavier, of course, still without their top big guy, Zach Fremantle, out for the year. Um, and if they end up having to face Texas down the road, they split the season series with them. So you never know. Yep, that's uh, I can see that. They made a decent run last year, too. Um, I'm going to take, I'll say Indiana. And they're one of those teams that can look really good or really bad. Um, but they're good, can make a run in the tourney. Um, Trace Jackson Davis is one of the best players in the country. Jalen Hood Shafino, uh, one of the best freshmen out there. And they'd face the winner of Miami Drake. And Miami has a key player battling an injury. Status kind of unknown at this point. So there's definitely a path to the Sweet 16. And then they'd get a crack at Houston, most likely. And and at that time, we still don't know if, if Sasser is going to be 100% with that groin issue that he's dealing with. So maybe they Indiana catches them on their their personal good day yeah i kind of like where, yeah the, that's a big facing one a couple me. of injuries potentially yeah. yeah yeah that's why i'm actually going to pick from kind of that same spot i'm actually going to go the team to that's going to play indiana first round drake uh out of the missouri valley drake's good they've had a really or good they play year. my yeah they play miami the first oh, round. i'm sorry yeah. yeah they play miami first round would play indiana in this in the second round excuse me thanks Trey. Mm-hmm. um but yeah, I really like Indiana or Drake. They got uh, a really, really good player in Tucker DeVries. He was kind of recruited by like almost everybody, not exactly like the top, top power five schools, but schools like Creighton and stuff wanted him. Um, but his dad's the coach at Drake. So, you know, I ended up at Drake. Uh, and he's surrounded by a bunch of seniors. He's a sophomore, but everybody else that gets meaningful minutes is a senior. So that's a really, a really well-rounded team that I think could make a run. I think they could scare Houston in the Sweet 16 to make a run on the Elite Eight. Okay, let's move on to the well. First off, pull up the bracket here on YouTube. Any other teams stand out from the Midwest region? No, but I do want to say, like, I I do like Indiana maybe as a a team that could, but I'm also scared about their first round. Like, they're only I think about a four point favorite right now to the 13 seed yeah, Kent, Kent State. State so, because yeah. uh, Kent State they only lost by seven at Gonzaga and five at Houston, so like they can. They can scare some teams. And yeah, then, part of... Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, well, we also... Don't forget, you know, some of these sleeper picks, you always got to worry about the first four. I mean, Pitt just came off of a win, so they're they're in here. They're going to be playing um, against uh, Iowa State in that first round, a six versus 11. So uh, more often than not, those first four teams make a run. Yeah, they have had some pretty good success and it is when whenever you're picking a team to go deep it is scary when you have to worry about the first round like you say with Indiana, like hey yeah. they could indiana could go to the final four they could go to the elite eight but then they're yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. not that unlikely that they go down first round so it is that can be kind of scary um all right let's go to the west region what are you looking at there trey okay this region is loaded like yeah one one through four I mean, could all go easily, almost win it all, I guess, in my eyes. Like, they're they're yeah. crazy. Um, I guess a, a sleeper here, 
I'll say TCU as a six seed. Um, part of the reason they're a six seed is because their best player, Mike Miles, missed eight games this year due to a, a leg injury, but he's back. Um, he was the preseason Big 12 player of the year. And last year in the tournament, they in the round of 32, they lost, they lost in overtime against the one seed Arizona to go to the Sweet 16. So they've got some experience. This year they've beaten Kansas and Texas. So they're capable of making a little run. That they are. Um, I'm gonna say uh, VCU, Virginia Commonwealth. They are uh, they're playing against St. Mary's in the first round. St. Mary's not coming off their strongest performance, just getting absolutely annihilated against Gonzaga. I know Gonzaga is a super strong team, but still. Um, so yeah, VCU. They got some great players. Um, Adrian Baldwin is one of my favorite point guards to watch. He is extremely quick. It's a lot of steals, um, and they got some transfers that come in from higher level programs. So they've been playing well. They the A-10 is a really strong conference, and they were clearly the best team in that conference, so i got to give them a lot of respect. Okay, well, I am going against you, Ryan, because my my sleeper is going to be St. Mary's. This They're the five seed, and but this is just, like you say, Trey, the region of death where one through four, it's just oh, you got Kansas, UCLA, um, who's the three seed? Gonzaga yeah, and UConn. Okay. So it's just... It's impossible for me to take anyone outside of those four, and none of those are sleepers. So, but it, but if I had to choose someone, I'll just go St. Mary's, just because they're a darling of Ken Palm. I think they're they're eleventh in 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 Ken Palm last I checked, and it's you know maybe it's possible people like Ryan are overreacting to St. Mary's uh-huh. recent struggles. Sure. They had their their last two games against Gonzaga, they just got crushed pretty much. Um, I mean, I guess the first one they they, yeah, made they a hung bit, in pretty good. Again. Yeah, but but it was comfortable losses. But I don't know. I just think Gonzaga is hitting their stride. They're hitting another level. I I felt like they kind of slept walked through the season a bit. And now they're just national title caliber. So I'm not dinging St. Mary's too, too much for that. Got to watch out for UCLA and their injuries, too, though. That's uh, yeah, unfortunate. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that would be a great matchup in the uh, the Sweet 16, a rematch of of UCLA and Gonzaga. That would be fun. I mean, see seriously, if, if, it, if it ends up being Boise. if it ends up being chalk of Kansas, UConn, and UCLA, Gonzaga, like that is just that's a Final Four. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, well, let's get to the last region, the East. Ryan, who's your sleeper there? Yeah, I, I won't go too deep uh, on this one because I'm not really digging any of the long shots. Uh, I mean, Oral Roberts is kind of fun. Max Abemus is a great player. Um, but I'm going to go with Memphis. Um, Memphis has just got like their whole team is seniors. It's it's kind of crazy how many seniors they have. Uh, Kendrick Davis is probably the best player in that conference, the American. He had uh, 22 points per game this year and five assists. He was all over the place. Um, so and him and DeAndre Williams are a great kind of guard forward duos. They play really well with each other and they beat Houston, the, the American Conference uh, title game. So pretty comfortably that was very very impressive so memphis could make a deep run they could go final four and they're an eight seed going up against the nine seed florida atlantic in the first round um okay well here's my weakest uh sleeper yet it's a four seed in tennessee and i guess the reason i'm i'm qualifying them as sleepers they're five and seven their last 12 games rick barnes underachieves all the time in march uh they just lost their point guard for 
you know, who was 10th in the nation in assist rate out for the year. So I, I don't think there's a lot of people picking them to go super deep, but they still got a lot of talent, arguably the best defense in the country. Um, they, they had double digit wins against Kansas and Texas in the non-conference. So we've seen a really high ceiling from them. And in a few of those losses down the stretch, they were missing Josiah Jordan James and Julian Phillips. So they're, while of course not 100%, they're, you know, getting a couple guys back these last few games that, that should help. Yep. I'll, I mean, this isn't, uh, I guess, a sleeper now, but they're just not a one or a two. The four seed, or is it the five seed? Sorry, Duke. Um, yep. You know, they're one of the hottest teams now. They won the ACC tournament fairly comfortably. And, you know, I think in this region, if they if they are able to get by a Tennessee, they get arguably maybe the weakest number one of the tournament if if Purdue gets there. Um, and I just think kind of like if you look at the bottom half of the bracket, that's pretty wide open. No, like kind of super, you know, super teams down there. So I could so really see Duke making a run and getting to Houston for the final four, even though the, the ACC this year wasn't great, but but they're hot. Man, that would be really funny if Duke got to the final <laughs> four or just won it all the, the year after yeah, Coach K. Coach K. They could, man. They're playing great. They are. Okay. Well, let's get to our, our final four and championship picks. I will start. So my final four left side of the bracket, I got Alabama against Purdue. Alabama, best team in the country. And then Purdue, I don't necessarily feel great about, but I just felt like their their region was was pretty weak. So kind of went with them by default uh other side of the bracket texas against gonzaga texas closed the season really well i think the the gap between them and houston is maybe not as big as the pick percentages on on espn's pools would would indicate and then the zags i just think arguably the best team in in the west with uh with ucla not 100 healthy so that, that's my final four championship i've got the zags over Alabama I guess part of this is just my heart I want the Zags to finally win you know that's it's I mean now they've just become a blue blood so it doesn't feel like this big underdog story but it is like it's 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 insane Gonzaga closing it it out and winning a national title would just be one of the craziest things to ever happen in sports like you know when you look at where they were 25 years ago 20 years ago right that would be cool who's next is it Ryan or me oh no it's you go for it Oh, okay. Here we go. So as you can see, I've got Alabama. You know, they just I just think they're they've got a nice path in their the South region, kind of plowed through the SEC, nothing crazy there. I'm going with a shocker. Um, Memphis uh in the east. I really agonized over this region. Um, I just think they can upset Purdue and then kind of, you know, make a run the rest of the way. Ryan, you made those points. I really like how they, they beat Houston. Uh they were competitive with them before. They 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 Actually, they, earlier in the year, they beat Auburn, lost by only three at Alabama. So I think Penny Hardaway has them going strong. The other side, I got Texas. Um, I just think it would be really cool if Houston, they play against Houston, maybe in the Elite Eight. It would be cool if Houston got to Houston to play in the Final Four, but I think Texas is hot right now, so I went with another Texas team there. Um, and then finally, UConn. Like I said, that those f- those top four teams in that region, I wouldn't be surprised if any of them get there. I'm just going to take UConn. They're balanced inside and outside. Sonogo outside with Hawkins, but I got Texas staying hot against Alabama, and then I'll I'll say the just like a amazing football matchup, Ryan. You pointed yep. that out too. 
I'll say the Longhorns cut down the nets. Kind of a little little surprise. Well, you both had Alabama and Texas in your final four. So you guys are on the, the same wavelength there. Not me. I'm going I'm going a little different there. Uh in the South, I'm taking Arizona. Um, I'm a big fan of them. They are one of the most physical teams, but then their big men are just great. They got two seven footers that just one of them really, really runs the floor as good as I've ever seen. Um, so they're they're a load to handle with, and I think they can kind of dictate tempo um pretty well. Um then uh in the the east, I like Marquette. They are on fire. Um they played really well to end the year. Um they're nothing really jumps out at you uh in particular their point guard tyler kolek just seems to w- find a way to make plays he's not an elite athlete or anything like that but he's just crafty and finds a way to get it done gotta love the lefties um so like marquette they're playing great um in the midwest um i'm taking houston i'm hoping sasser's uh kind of injury isn't too bad um because i think they can kind of get away with it their first kind of couple games i'm not a huge fan of iowa or auburn and their second round matchup so i think Maybe the first weekend they can kind of have a little bit of a they don't have to play their best to get to the sweet 16. Um, so I'm taking Houston all the way there. Uh, and then in the West, I'm taking the Zags like Michael, you you covered them pretty well, but they're they're just hitting their stride. They really, really are. They've got good size. Drew Timmy is, you know, arguably the best, best big man in the in the nation. So he's a he's a load to deal with. Um, and then I got Marquette against Gonzaga in my final matchup and I'm taking Marquette. You know, going going with the Big East squad here. Bit of an underdog. Nobody's really expecting it, but they're a two seed. So can't be too shocked to see a, a two seed win it all. All right. I like it. So there that you have it. That'll shaka. do it. It would be a shaka. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. I guess we had a smart to pick. There. A very smart pick. That's Ooh, a good point. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know his middle name? <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll do it now for this. Not gonna happen. Of, uh, not. Did you make another pun? That's his middle name. So wait, what did he said? Yeah, where's the connection said, though? I said I it's not gonna happen. Oh. Probably not. Okay. I don't see the connection though. <laughs> that's his middle That'll name. That'll do it finally. Happen. Can I finally end the show for this yes. episode? of the college basketball bros uh, again join our pool link is in the description below and uh subscribe to the podcast to the youtube channel if you like i guess college basketball or if you like college football that's our usual thing every week so thank you for listening and watching see you next time